Hello, and welcome to another episode of Infinite Possibilities Abound. I'm your host, Debbie Waisner. The weather here in Indiana is quite variable, and this last week, from a hard freeze at 28 degrees to Indian summer with a high of 79 in the span of two days. The leaves on the trees are changing, and we have some phenomenal colors, but we also have a fair amount of wind which means the leaves are falling off the trees at a fairly high rate. One of my friends and I decided to go to Nashville, Indiana, which was founded as an art colony where artisans could live and sell their wares. Of course, over the years, it's become much more commercial, but it's always an interesting time as you look at the name of the shops and decide, well, what is it they've got? So you go in to examine the wares. I don't know about where you live, but here in Indiana, it seems like there's construction going on everywhere. And one of the main and more scenic routes to Nashville did have a small closure. We had to decide about getting on the highway, which would be much faster and a straighter shot, versus a curvy, winding, hilly road that is anything but straight. We chose the hilly, curvy road with one small detour. Now, the detour was kind of interesting because we went about a half a mile west and then turned south onto an even smaller road. And on that road were two giant combines coming directly at us. And I'm sitting there with my framework going, "Uh, they're going to hit us. Now, of course, they didn't. But the tires on their combines were taller than our car. So I paused waited for them to make it around a power pole. They cut their wheels hard right, went off the road slightly, but were able to pass us without hitting us. And we waved at the driver who was about 12 feet off the ground inside the cab. That was the first combine. I drove about 50 feet, paused again, and the process was repeated. It seemed like the combines were wider than the road. They weren't, but they were very close. And last week I mentioned that there were still lots of crops in the field. Now the combines have been out and they are harvesting the corn and the soybeans. Now I don't know what they're doing with them. I didn't see any storage silos in the area, though they're probably around. So once we got to Nashville, we parked and we began our little adventure, wandering around in and out of shops talking with the storekeepers, and admiring the beauty and the ingenuity of those involved in crafts of all sorts. We finally decided it was time to head home. We stopped in Morgantown, Indiana, and had a late lunch at a Mexican restaurant, which was excellent, by the way. Last week, I mentioned some universal laws, and I would like to add three more laws that you should be aware of and that you can use in your own life. The universal law of rhythm governs the movement of everything. Highs and lows will always exist in life, but you don't have to feel bad during a downturn or a downside. You can still choose good thoughts, feelings, and emotions that will continue to move you forward to your desires, dreams, goals, intentions, and visions. Think about what those good things are. 
you're not going to feel good or great all the time. If you didn't have contrast that low and high feelings provide, you wouldn't even know it in the first place. Low feelings allow you to enjoy the high feelings. Next, we have the universal law of vibration, which says that everything is in motion or vibrates and nothing rests. You live in an ocean of motion and emotion. Become aware and conscious of your thoughts. Conscious awareness of your thoughts or your vibration is known as feelings. Thoughts control how you feel. If you don't feel good, notice your thoughts and what are you thinking. Pay attention to how you feel as that reveals your vibration. You have the ability and the choice to change your thoughts to something more pleasing or pleasant. Your awareness allows you to think differently and improve your vibration. It's all under your control. The universal law of non-resistance states that, that what you resist will persist. Resistance creates a bond. You'll always have those people, the situation, or the circumstance with you. It goes everywhere you go like a shadow. Don't fight your feelings or emotions. Let your emotions, feelings, and thoughts move through you and you let them go. So is there a situation in your life that you're resisting? Do you really like your job and what you do and the people that you work with, but you're not being compensated enough for what you do, so you're resisting making a change, but deep down you know you're going to have to make a change, or maybe you really like where you live, and your friends and your family are around and close by, but you have a health condition that requires a much lower, say, humidity level for it to make it easier for you to breathe, and yet you're resisting making a move. There can be all sorts of reasons that you can have resistance in your life. The first thing to do is acknowledge the resistance and all the reasons that you have for holding on and not letting go and begin taking action to let it go. When you hear the word integrity, what do you think about? Integrity means that there's harmony in your actions, thoughts, intentions, and words. Integrity allows you to take action and make decisions that honor your values and feel good. You're able to say yes or no without guilt or shame or to make someone else or to make them feel comfortable. When you honor your actions and words by doing what you say you would do, when you said you would do it, your integrity grows stronger. Your inner respect and power grow stronger with each act of integrity. Integrity is expressed with compassion, kindness, love for yourself and others. Authenticity equals integrity. It's an anchor that keeps you aligned and centered. You know what's well, right, and correct for you and your circumstances. When you don't honor what you know or you step away from it, you will experience emotional, physical, or even psychological upset and discomfort. 
not feeling good about a choice or a decision is a sign that you've strayed from your integrity anchor. Now, integrity doesn't just happen. It develops over time. It means you care about your actions, intentions, thoughts, and words and the impact they may have on others. Sometimes integrity requires you to take the harder path. Don't take the easy path or to make hard or tough calls. Integrity makes you feel good about yourself. Eventually, you'll be able to make choices, decisions, and take action without worrying about upsetting others or rejecting outstanding opportunities, regardless of the fact that it didn't feel right or good for you at the time. You're not willing to sell yourself in spite of all the advantages and perks to get something or someone. Integrity develops over time. And during this time, you develop the ability to attract what you need, desire, and dream. You don't need to chase after what you require or need. It will come to you. You develop and understand that you're valuable. And this is where many people struggle in the fact that they don't think that they're valuable or worthy. You are valuable. You are worthy. When you accept and believe that, fear falls away. You like and have more trust in yourself. You know what's best for you. Each time you act with integrity, it grows and your authenticity shines brighter. Human beings can be quite complex or quite simple and straightforward depending upon how you were raised, what your formative years were like. Because it's in those formative years, which last till you're about seven or eight years old, that how we see or perceive the world and how we see ourselves is basically locked in. Now, I don't know about you, but I didn't know very much at seven or eight about what was going on in the world. What I do know is that you really don't have conscious thought before seven or eight. So all the information that you're taking in is coming from your surroundings, from your family, from your friends. And all of this is locked in by age eight. So if you don't like how your life is going, maybe it's time to go back and examine the reality of your life in your childhood years. You can write a new chapter in your life story. Instead of relying on the story of mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and aunts and uncles and make a different choice, you have the power to change. You are energy. You can direct your energy in any way you choose and begin building a new life and reality. We've all had the thought, why am I here? What is my purpose? And my motto is, I'm here to live, learn, love, and lend a helping hand. You get to choose your path and direct your energy. You have a unique perspective. While others would love to think for you, that's a choice you get to make. Think for yourself. No one else can feel your feelings. You have the ability to think for yourself, to feel your feelings, and to hold whatever perspective you want. These are all free will choices and a way of expressing your energy and power through the choices that you make. 
You are the creative force that directs all energy through thought, feeling, and perspective. You are powerful, but you don't believe it, or you don't accept it, or it's scary. But when you know and understand that you create the life you're living, and if that you don't like it, that you can change it, magical things begin to happen. You can empower yourself by directing your energy towards your goals, desires, dreams, and visions, and drown out all the negative mind chatter and maybe even utter nonsense or painful events from childhood to build and construct a new you, a new way of living, and a new life. You can become the author, writer, and lead character in your life. You can move out of blame and judgment and take responsibility for your life and everything you create. One of the first place to start is, do you like yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you have faith in your abilities? I've always believed that if you don't like yourself or love yourself, then how can you love someone else or like someone else? How can you give what you don't have? And many times that goes back to childhood and what our parents or our family or friends or neighbors said and what we heard and what we internalized. You may have to go back and look at those things with adult eyes, examine the situation and circumstances, feel them, move through them, and let them go. Now that can be easier said than done, but it's possible. You can do it. You can direct your energy. You can direct your thoughts. From my own experience, and research backs this up, human beings have this problem with negativity. So when you ask somebody what they want, what they end up telling you is what they don't want. They don't want to be sick. They don't want to have money problems. They don't want a car that continually breaks down. And when you examine those statements, they're all negative. And because they're negative, and that's what they're concentrating on, by law of attraction, the universe is going to give them more of what they don't want. And most people don't recognize their own thoughts. They don't see that they're putting the emphasis on the negative instead of thinking about what they want to create. I aim for excellent health. I aim to have, to have more than enough money for my entire lifetime. I aim for a new job with greater responsibility and higher compensation. Can you hear, feel the difference between those statements? Most of us are telling the universal energy, whether you call that God, source, the divine spirit, the creator, what we don't want, and sincerely believing that we're being crystal clear in our communications about what we do want, need, dream, or desire. So we have to change our words and direct our energy towards what we desire, dream, envision, so we can create the world and live the life that brings us joy, happiness, peace, and love. Love is really the most, in, love is the most powerful force on earth. Do things with love in your heart for yourself and others, and magical things begin to happen. So this does go back to noticing 
what your thoughts are and where you are focusing your energy. So if you don't want to be sick, your desire is for a state of health and wellness in your body and mind that allows you to do everything that you want to do. If you don't want an abusive relationship, you aim for relationships that respect and honor you. And there are affirmations and I am statements that you can use to help redirect and redefine your life. So you can have an I am statement like, I'm living an abundant life or I'm healthy and whole. And there's going to be a pushback by your subconscious or your monkey mind saying, no, you're not. So this is where you have to be persistent and continually direct your energy in the direction you wish to go. You get to choose your beliefs. You get to choose your thoughts. You get to direct your energy. And that doesn't mean there's not going to be some pushback, because there will be. It can be challenging to redirect the strong signal of negative focus from your life, from the news, from mass consciousness. But you have free will choice, the energy and the power to make your life the way you want it. But you do need to make a decision. You need to make a choice. You have to be committed and you have to be willing to persevere in spite of all the things going on around you. You are free to create yourself. You can create the greatest, healthiest, happiest, wealthiest you that is possible as long as it serves the greater good and you don't inflict harm on others. I've learned that I can't change anybody else. I can only change me. But by changing me, I can influence others. So I can create a new me, and that begins to seep into the collective consciousness. And that seeps into more and more consciousness. That eventually can become a world consciousness. We choose our focus to create what we want. If you look at individual countries or even the world as a toll, that seems divided, like there's division. But I focus on unity. I see that we have more in common and that the division is minimal. But I focus on unity. We have a war going on. I don't focus on it. I focus on peace and love. And I am peaceful. And the environment around me is peaceful. And it seems like everyone is sick. They have something. There's disease or dis-ease. I purposely focus on health and wellness. What can I do to improve my health and how I feel? You are energy. You are power. You create yourself, as do I. So direct your energy and power to create the life and world that you desire. I've said before, I'm kind of a, I like science. I'm a kind of a science geek. And I know good science from bad science. Good science continues to expand and explore for additional information and answers. It was once thought that serotonin was produced mostly in the brain. Well, that's, a, that's the old story. The new story from new scientific discoveries is that 90% of the serotonin 
is actually produced by gut bacteria. Talk about things not being in the right place. So now more research is being done on the gut-brain axis to help treat anxiety, depression, and other mental health disorders. I read a recent study published in the Annals of General Psychiatry found that consuming probiotics, or gut bacteria, can help alleviate feelings of anxiety and depression in as little as 20 days. That seems superior to me than taking some frickin' chemical that attempts to work in the brain. Have you heard the term leaky gut and wondered what it meant? It's an inflammatory condition in which the gut lining, which is only one cell thick, has gaps between the cells and allows undigested food or molecules into your bloodstream. In medical terms, it's called increased intestinal permeability. When these nutrients or undigested particles enter the bloodstream, your body can see them as foreign and begins to mount an inflammatory inflammatory response to deal with what they perceive as a foreign invader. Now, in your gut, you have a microbiome, which is filled with billions of good bacteria, a smaller amount of yeast or fungi, that have a role to play in protecting the gut lining or gut barrier and help them to stay healthy and tight. But in modern life, we have chemicals, food additives, medications, stress, and a variety of environmental factors that affect both the gut lining and our gut microbiome. The inflammatory process widens these tight junctions and the gut begins to leak. And the process happens over and over again each time you eat. And now you develop autoimmune disease or an autoimmune response, which can include a variety of symptoms, joint pain, stomach aches, gas, bloating, irregular bowel movements, cramps, skin conditions, and can lead to where your entire body is inflamed, which results in swelling, inflammation, pain, achy joints, and the like. Trying to find the cause of leaky gut can be challenging. Modern-day wheat contains six to ten times more gluten than ancient wheat varieties. So if you're eating a lot of wheat products, you could be, your problems could be from gluten sensitivity. And when gluten is removed, the inflammation goes away. But sugar, dairy, and processed foods can also cause and damage the can cause and damage the gut lining. I was having problems with bruising at one point. We did all the allergy tests of the time, and they all came back negative. I kept a food journal, and after about a month, we found out that dairy was a problem for me at that point in time. I removed dairy for like two months. The bruising went away, and then I slowly added some dairy back into my diet. The extreme bruising has never returned. Another important consideration is the use or overuse of antibiotics, which disrupts your personal microbiome in such a way that some bacteria 
that were beneficial for you are destroyed and may never return unless you supplement. When your personal microbiome is disrupted and not in harmony, harmful pathogens that, in it, that are in your gut at a small level can grow and flourish, causing even more problems. Another factor in leaky gut developing is the use of over-the-counter pain medications, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Aspirin and all its brothers and cousins can irritate and damage the intestinal lining as wheat, gluten, sugar, and antibiotics can. When we're under stress, our cortisol rises, and it can cause leaky gut. So what can you do? You want to find a way to relax and do something that you enjoy. I like going to parks, going on hikes, things that I find relaxing and fun. You might consider having some allergy testing done and or keeping a food journal so you can determine what your body is reacting to and eliminate it. Do a one or two day fast, which gives your gut lining a break where it doesn't have to work to process food. And if you're suffering from the overgrowth of bad pathogens, bad bacteria or fungi yeast, a fast allows you to starve them. Now, I personally do intermittent fasting most days where I eat between, say, 2 and 7 o'clock. And those are just times that are convenient and work for my body. You want to eat your probiotics. This means you want to eat fermented foods like sauerkraut, miso, kimchi, which I can't do. I can't get past the smell of the kimchi. Kombucha, coconut yogurts, and kefir. These are whole foods that contain large amounts of bacteria or yeast, and they're healthy byproducts. Taking supplements can help also. Eating whole fermented food is a much better choice. Eliminate as many toxins as you can. Drinking water out of plastic bottles is a poor choice. Many plastics contain BPA, and when they say BPA-free, what they mean to say is it's got BPS, which is a related chemical, and research shows that it's as harmful, if not more harmful, at lower levels of exposure. Processed foods have preservatives. Your cosmetics, hair products, have chemicals associated with them that are not healthy. So you want to lower your exposure. You want to move, whether it's walking, gardening, riding a bike, hiking, swimming, golfing, pickleball. Some sort of movement is good not only for your gut, but for your entire well-being. Now, I like to garden, and I like to get my hands into the soil. I don't like the dirt underneath my fingernails, but that's easy to remedy. Our fear of bacteria and viruses and trying to keep everything sterile is actually making us sick. We need exposure to bacteria and similar organisms to keep a healthy immune system. When I go into the grocery store, I don't get a wipe to wipe down the handle. I'm not afraid of the germs on there. So there are things that you can do to help a leaky gut. But it does, it does take time to examine 
your life, how you're living, what you're consuming, so that you can make the proper changes to improve the situation. Well, that's the end of today's episode. I hope you'll join me again next week for another broadcast of Infinite Possibilities Abound. I'm your host, Debbie Wiesner. Have a phenomenal week, people.